Hey everybody and welcome to episode 76 of the Revive Cell podcast. Here we go. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Have you got a health issue that just won't go away no matter what you try? Then welcome to the Revive Yourself podcast, where we reveal the secrets to long-lasting health by getting to the root cause of problems that no one else is talking about. So you can have more energy, clear skin, healthier hair, a leaner physique, more confidence, and most importantly, do the things you love and live the life you deserve. Here's your host, Ryan Martin. So guys and girls, welcome to episode 77 of the Revive Cell podcast. Hope you're all well. Um, last week's episode with Stephanie Westbrook has got some really, really good reviews. Um, really, I mean, people were talking about how brave she was, how that's awesome she came, and also the results she's got, which are fantastic. Um, and just want to say, anyone who hasn't listened to that, go back and listen to episode 76, um, because Stephanie had been struggling with mental health issues and not physical problems, and she tried the medical route, she tried other other, other programs, and nothing had worked, and it really was the whole holistic approach that's done so well for her, and she's taken on board, and she's just gone from strength to strength, and um, she's actually even thinking about doing a charity walk, or maybe a skydive for the mental uh, for, for mental health and for people who are suffering with mental health and, and just so people know as well the power of holistic health and natural health and what they can do to actually heal themselves from the inside out so um really really happy with that episode and if you haven't listened as i said before go and give that one a listen also uh, a few things happened this week or well, the last week where alex jones uh, of infowars.com has been taken off of YouTube, been taken off of iTunes, been taken off a lot of social media platforms. And look, Alex Jones, he's someone who's he's a, he's a well, he's got a huge following, and it's had a bit of um, uh, what's it called, the Eugene effect, or something like that, where they've shut him down, and his his website got five point four million followers the next day, or visits the next day. Um, look, I don't agree with everything Alex Jones says, um, but some of the things he says are spot on, uh, especially about some of the conspiracy theories. Conspiracy theories, all about conspiracy facts. You look at all the facts behind them. Um, and the thing about this, they shut him down because of a thing called hate speech. Well, it's something that for me is very strong, you know, because I go against the mainstream a lot of the time just with the, with health, etc. And when they can start to shut people down for different opinions, that's not good, you know. In America, the Constitution was put there not to protect popular speech, but to, to protect unpopular speech. Everywhere, it's fine for you to get up and speak anywhere in the world, the things people will agree with, but the things that are controversial, they're the things that need to be, to be protected because often... I mean, if I hadn't been able to talk controversially about health and about different topics, this whole podcast, it goes against the mainstream. Uh, I wouldn't have any listeners and a lot of people wouldn't have been healed. They wouldn't have been he- wouldn't be healthy today. They wouldn't be understanding what's really going on. So I think for all of us, this is a dangerous time um, in terms of people talking about. And people say about hate speech for me, it's just one, one of a load of nonsense. If someone says something I don't like, I don't oh, I hate speech, you can't say that. You know, it's no. It's up to me to tell people why it's ignorant of them to say that, or you know, the opposite to hate speech is good speech or informative speech. And hate speech is really down to the individual to be offended by it. You know, it's just up to you. Why would why that? If someone says something that's not true, you, you, you I mean it's up. To, if you get offended by it or not. I mean, I don't really care people uh, if if things are. I'm sure people take offense some of the things I say about health or, or etc. And it's like I don't really care if you're offended by it. Like, tell me why I'm wrong, and we can have a discussion. Uh, and like, for example, people are going to say something I don't agree with. I don't take offense to it. It's like, okay, I don't agree with that. It's not offensive. It's just wrong. 
Um, and so I think it's really dangerous when we start to, it's like Jordan Peterson come to fame when they said you have to say his and hers. And he's like, no, I'm not doing it by law. They tried to make mandate that he had to call transgender people in Canada isn't hers by law. And he says, look, if someone wants me to call them that, that's fine. But I'm not being mandated by law to say it. Never in British common law history has it ever been as a speech ever been um, mandated. And so he again, again, went against it, went to the High Court, and, and he won. And it's the same as it here everywhere, guys, that you may not agree with, with, with everything Alex Jones says. You may not agree with anything he says, well, you may agree with all of it, what he says. But I think it's very, very dangerous when we start mandating speech and taking people off of platforms, especially public platforms, because then it gives a monopoly on only, only one. It's what they want. It's only The reason they're doing this is because they're losing the mainstream media the radios, for example, so the radios, the TV, for example, people are watching Netflix, watching YouTube, they're getting their information other places. So what are they going to do? They're not going to listen to CCN and and uh, ABC News or BBC or ITV. They're listening to these places and things like this podcast, for example, getting their news and their facts from podcasts. People do the real research, independent research, research that hasn't been funded by uh, <laughs> by scientism or by big globalist corporations and companies with a fixed agenda. Um, so, you know, when they can start just taking people off, and just, that's the only way they can do it, they can't fight them, so just take them off their their um, their platform. So, so it's dangerous times, so guys, keep your eyes and ears peeled for that, and for more things. And, you know, same as, go out there and listen to everything, people like Markle Tassarian, try and get Markle Tassarian on the show. He's... Being quite a, a hard man to track down, so I'm trying to get him on. People like him, and I've got lots of other people. In fact, um, let me just get this list of people. Uh, I'm going to be trying to get them on the show. And some of them are actually pushing it with us anymore, but I will be trying to get this list of, of people. I just want to research yourself. People like um, Lord Pye, Michael Tellinger, uh, even David Icke. Uh, um, you've got Robert Shook, Graham, Graham Hannock, uh, Michael Cremo, um, uh, Trey Smith, um, Emmanuel uh, Velosky, um, lots of people, you know, lots, lots of, lots of these guys. Um, some of them, you know, Credo Mutawana, uh, sorry, Credo Mutwa, and um, lots of these people. Just listen to all his work and, and just keep researching yourself. But Michael Desarian is a great place to start. Same as my interviews with, with Jason Christoph and Paul Check and Warren Williams and. Terry Tillard, I mean, all this, I mean, our podcast covers lots of them, and I'll be getting, we've got some great ones. In fact, today's interview with, with uh, we've got um, uh, Tom Staverley back on um, from Ancient Purity, and me and Tom going to, uh, having a really nice conversation, I went out to, to meet him at the Ancient Purity um, headquarters, and we had a really good conversation about lots of these things. Um, I think... People, this is getting some of these stuffs getting out of hand, and we need people to get to the truth. And you know, first and foremost, we're humans. Let's just be nice to each other, and let's share the truth, and let's understand that there are things going on in the world that are trying to keep us, or keep our vibrational frequencies down, trying to keep us um, ill. And there's reasons behind it, and that's because these things make a lot of people a lot of money. Um, so it's a really good conversation I've got here with Tom. It's the second time he's been on, and I am actually going to be working with Tom to with, with his um, whole hemp plant infusion and getting it out there. It's going to be on 
on our site very, very shortly. And it's um, it's a whole complex. It's going to, we're actually going to do an episode all about that as well. Uh, we talked about it a little bit before in our, in, our, in the episode before. <clears throat> he didn't want to give away too much because it hadn't, hadn't really um, well, hadn't come to prominence. It hadn't been. Uh, it, it was out, but it, it wasn't fully available in the, in the quantities he wanted to yet. And so we're going to be doing a podcast all about that and and some of the amazing results he's been getting with it. And so um, that's something that's going to be coming in the future as well as our shop. That I've been promising for a while it is coming. Just had a little bit of, uh, of an issue with my. Um, fortunately, just getting things up. Uh, my internet guy had actually had a bit of a bereavement, so been just letting him take his time getting through a few few things before we put it up there. But there will be a lot of products that I know I, I recommend to my clients, etc. I'm going to be having about I reckon probably about fifty products on our site just so you can go there and get them all trusted and I won't be saying anything that I wouldn't use myself for example um, I won't give my family it's all going to be top top quality organic a lot of it's fermented and well crafted it comes from the best place on the planet and um, yeah can I be having different things for you there as well as well as uh, the water filtration systems and and all sorts of things so that's that's coming soon anyway without further ado um here's the uh, interview with tom uh, we just literally i just hit record it apart we had a great conversation and uh, i thought it should be recorded so it starts just in the middle of a conversation <laughs> so uh yeah just pick it up from from where we uh, from where we um oh yeah just pick it up from from where we started so enjoy and i'll see you on the other side it's herbal mixtures but i mean really specific stuff like the um do you know about biofilms, do you? Yeah, yeah, biofilms, yeah. yeah. So there doesn't really exist, I don't think, a product that I've seen so far that works specifically them. on biofilm. Yeah, they used to say that it was really hard to, um, well, that was the way that they sort of protected themselves, like they could have like a force field around them. Mm. And I can't remember there was a guy once, I listened to it on Extreme Health Radio, he was talking about how, um, what was it, oh, a particular particular vegetable, and if you ate like lots and lots of the, he was like he put, put, he put his child on just one dose of it I can't remember where it was mm. I was trying to remember and they said it gets rid of him and I was thinking you can't I mean maybe maybe it did, but they said no products that I've known had been. there was one that he actually he developed a product he was the only other person I know who developed a product that got rid of them mm. but I hadn't seen very many of them this is so what's his brand, brand called? Uh, Remedy Link Remedy Link yeah um, but yeah, he's he's only got like twelve products, but he's he's spent a really long time making them all, and uh, you know they're, they're not mass produced, that's for sure. So I think we're the only people that have got them in the country. Uh, most people don't know about them yet. But no, well, I sort of came across them. It's weird that I just asked you about him the other day then, and because um, I I always like to try stuff before I give them to any of my clients, and just to see what they're like. And you say if you trust him, then I, it's even better if if you have people that you can trust. Yeah, it's funny you were you were talking about worms here. He's got this down for specific. Uh, as tapeworms, roundworms, hookworms, which that was the one you mentioned, wasn't it? Yeah, I just, I just in general, uh, you get like obviously there's, I mean, test can test for like twelve to fourteen, there's thousands, but yeah. the, these are like the main. When you see like people get scared from a hookworm, things like that, they just what's the one now? Ah, oh, ropeworm. Yeah, it just it can manip- it can like manipulate into your gut wall. It can well, a lot of them can can do so they infiltrate your nervous system so it doesn't even recognise the worm anymore yeah. the worm just lives in your nervous system but the rope worm um, Dr. Cesar mm. we'll be talking about him he shows pictures of, of different one. it looks like mucus people think it's mucus mm. and it's actually a rope worm that's come out of them wow yeah. so, I mean people can, can personalities can completely change once they've got these I mean if you 
as well if you look at like society as to how people that we sort of consider to be parasites and the way they act, you know, how much of that is to possibly what they're infested with. And the same with the way that you look at the world, that the world is suffering by the people that are parasites in nature. You know, that well, we're absolute parasites draining the world, world of its... Uh, mm. Yeah, obviously some of us are. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I mean yeah. in, gen- in general, that's what yeah. we do. We beaver for everything until, and and the, and the worst ones, the ones that tell themselves lives that they're not doing anything wrong to the world, mm. they're destroying. Uh, Hundred. This is. I remember. It's funny because I I started to look at everything, obviously everything in three frequencies now and talk about everything being energy. And even though we're having greens or having good quality food, instead of even seeing it as a chicken or a bit of meat, I'm just seeing it as or like a vegetable, and I see it as like good energy. So you're, so like when you're having yeah. a beer, for example, that might be. A little bit on the sort of negative energy, for example. Yeah. But so if you're having more positive energy, then you're negative. And mm. this is like the people you're around. And Jason Christoph wrote a post yesterday. He's talking about this, and I thought I thought this for a long time. He's like, funny how women, if they if two women live together, for example, yeah. after a while their periods will, will sync up. Yeah. And it's almost like the energy transfer between people, or like mm. if you're they say you're the sum of the five people you're around the most, right? Whether that even whatever, and is it? Because you just start transferring the energy between your cells and your body sort of system. That's why hospitals or people with disease or even like the doctors finally get the disease of the patients that they're usually treating. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and so it's totally right. So yeah. all energy, right? And mm. I always think that the more you can be around people that uplift you and eat good food and, and the more you can do things that stop the bad energy coming in, just look at it like that. Everything you do, good quality water, good energy. Greens, good energy. Probiotics, good energy. Being around, having good conversations, great energy in, the na- in nature. So even if you do a little bit wrong every now and again, it's not the thing to do every now and again, it's the things you're doing all the time, right? Absolutely. I mean, massive. I mean, there was a friend of mine and his wife recently got diagnosed with advanced bowel cancer. And he he's getting there, but I don't know that she's really been told much about natural health or anything like that. And the, the first thing I said is, okay, don't let the doctors put the fear into you when they tell you. And don't tell people that are going to be scared because if people around you start thinking, oh, she's, she's got cancer, she's going to die, it's, it's really not going to help you. Um, and all of that is interesting what you said earlier about the, the energy of food because I, I remember sometimes when I'd been traveling, especially when I was younger and I couldn't, you just couldn't get decent food. And I just had this attitude always of fuel for the engine. And no matter what I ate, I thought this is feeding me and nourishing me. And I think that really helped. And years later, I heard about the, um, I don't know if you know this, about when people go to prison. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually often, despite the fact that their diet has, has gone to crap, basically, because you, you're getting the worst of the worst yeah. in prison. Uh, but inmates get stronger. They get bigger and stronger because their body wants to. They know they're in danger. And do they get more nutrients from the crap food? Really I think that's you. I think that's massive. I mean, hundred. You know the other thing is like Paul Check always talks about praying over his food first yeah. to give it the energy, or he even talks to it and says like, um, "Food." I, I, I'm gonna. This is what the other thing he says about when people say you're killing a chicken and you're, and you're causing fear to the animal. It's like people don't realize that, that chicken then becomes you. Mm. So actually, that chicken's getting an upgrade in consciousness. Yeah. He's saying so that bit, everything you eat and everything you ingest becomes you. And he said when he's over the food, he says well I want you to be part of me I'm going to give you higher consciousness and is anything on this plate going to hurt me yeah. and if he feels anything he'll be like oh, what is it and usually it's the meat that's coming from a bad place it's obviously to people it sounds woo woo but when you're at that stage of that level of like consciousness understand you can feel the energy like he's someone that I mentioned before uh, what they call him um, 
not clairvoyant, but he can find out of a thousand people who did it in, in a desert, he could find the water that Noah, mm. for example, and people like, and the FBI and like MI5, they use people like him to find stuff that can steal the energy. And what you were saying there about the cancer, especially, you tell someone they're going to die in six months, what happens? Probably die in six months. And, and, and yeah. I said it all the time 80% of oncologists wouldn't take their own treatment. Yeah. And you say to the doctor when you go in there, if this was your wife or just, this was your mum. Sorry, but it's just like the same thing as yeah. if you think, I've got to wake up at eight o'clock tomorrow, what time do you wake up? 100%. Generally, most before people. Before your alarm. Yeah. You do wake up before your alarm. Yeah. It's like, that programming is so, so deep within us. I always say, if you're going to get a doctor like that, ask them, what would you do if it was your wife or your mum or your daughter? Mm. And, and on your head be it. Because mm. if if you if if you tell me a lie, you know this is this is on you. Was it sixty percent of people will do better doing no treatment whatsoever than doing yeah. chemotherapy? <laughs> the body wants to heal itself and fasting, yeah. and and so I mean, what you're talking about there. That sounds a bit like when um, Michael Moore did that thing of asking the politicians whether they would send their son to the same war. Which, here's an enrolment form or something for your. I hear your son is like sort of nineteen or whatever. How many of them would do that? How many of them would be willing to? And how many let their well, none? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like not on my back door, my, my, my back garden sort of thing, right? It's, it's just, it's funny because they do it because that's their job and that's what they've been told. And they put, and when people say, "No, I'm not doing that," they say, um, and they and they make the family, they they start working on the family, mm. or make sure she does this, or if you don't work on your treatment soon, then you know. We won't be able to get you back. Or, or they just put the fear. They do put the fear of God in you. Even though the cancer has probably been there for ten years, it takes got, ten to twelve years yeah. to even get cancer. Right? You've got to seriously work at cancer. Mm. And they and they put all this. Um, yeah, there's no cancer. need to suddenly act fast after all this time. Yeah. The only thing that acting fast does, in my experience, is gets people in the ground quicker. When it comes to that, Absolutely. my nan yeah. walked in with, with, with a lump on her breast. Walked in, basically bounced in. Six weeks later, she was dead from chemo and radiation. Well, it's like what we, when we were texting last night, and I said it's just because we were texting out to be sure, but I just said it's Logan's Run. That's mm. kind of what it is, you know, and it moved closer and closer to that, that it's normal, um, you know, that it's a process of get ill, go in for treatment, get a bit of relief, die. That's kind of what they want. But people think it's the thing they put it into people's heads now that it's normal that everyone gets ill and everyone goes through that. It's, it's not normal. It's just common. Did you see that um, advert? It was the it was the worst advert, and it was um, it was one of those adverts, and it showed every ethnic um, diversity, every every age, all these people, like young children, and they cut through them all, saying they they all spoke. But it was one sentence, and I used everybody to say the sentence. And it was something like, it's the worst thing in the world when you sit in front of your doctor and they tell you, and then it cuts to one person, it's black and white, and go, you've got cancer. So the TV is this person <laughs> staring at you mm -hmm. saying, you've got cancer. I was just I can't I mean, You look at hypnosis and things, I can't believe they've got away with this to make an advert like that. Um, oh mate, look at all, I mean, I let you carry on, but all the all the heartstrings they pull with the cancer research mm. ads, and it's like I look at it and it makes me want to throw up in my mouth. Yeah, and like all these great people with big hearts that get sucked into this yeah. and give their harder money to this absolute scam of a charity. Go same, same as yeah. like the pink ribbon stuff. That's and they get sponsored by all these pink ribbon KFC and pink ribbon, all, the, all the companies that are causing cancer, and it just makes me like 
bullet to head sort of thing. I'm, and, and when I see people someone hand holding a can to charity box, I'm like, you're part of the problem. Yeah. Like, what? Well, you're part of the problem. Mm. Funding this magic bullet research, it's never going to happen. For that, how many millions are we sent to them? Billions. Yeah. And same with same Africa. How many? How much money is enough? Yeah. No. Like, it's, it's, and yeah. it makes you feel guilty for not giving it. It's like. Trust me, I, I've been helping people through this for nine years. I know what I know what cures cancer for blunt bit well. I know what regenerates the body, I should say. And it's not giving these these uh, pharmaceutical companies more money to just peddle their nonsense. Yeah, I mean, just as an example, a, a friend of mine, Nick, was uh, helping run the guide dogs for the blind, and he told me once. He just said, "We've got more money than you could ever imagine. We cannot spend it." And that's just people donating to a, a really nice cause like that. But that's how much they get. So how much are people donating to to the cancer? Uh, um, and but it's the way they make you feel guilty about. Although like you said that that chap was talking about the other day. I always go. I listen to a lot of it. I listen to a lot of people. But he talks about so many vast topics. He's saying if you knew how much money was going into them when it comes to like things like YouTube and different things, TV and Netflix, in that being able to download a mind virus mm. into you. He said it would make you shit the bed if you knew what was going on. Like before they could hypnotize or do certain things. But Michael Desarian talks about it. I don't know if you know Michael Desarian. I don't, don't. He's brilliant. I, I always took everyone research, listen to everything that guy's got to say. Uh, he talks about how the world can manipulate by obviously the people and what they're trying to do. But he um, he, he was saying like, uh, <laughs> if you understood what was going on, he's saying, instead of just turning off your TV and not wanting to listen to it because you don't want to be infiltrated to it, he says, once you realise, I want you to turn the TV on and look at it, and see what they're trying to do, and then once you know, you can laugh at it. Oh yeah! And, right, but, so be aware. Don't just start bury your head in the sand. Laugh at it. So when you're driving, you see what's going on. I do it all the time. And when I point out to my friends, I go, "Oh yeah." It's hilarious. So I remember in 2008, and it was one of the news programs, and it actually like was talking about the crash, and it, it showed London, and it was raining, and they made it this murky grey colour. And they even echoed the word recession when he went recession, recession, recession. You go, this is like this is like kids stuff. I mean, I was laughing at it, but how can anyone fall for this? But this they do it all the time when they meant to they doing the riots. What they do in London last year, and they had the camera on the crowd. I mean, someone takes a picture from the back, and there's only like eight people there, but it looks like a crowd close up. Or yeah. they do it all the time. And oh, well, you've seen you probably seen the Die Guy stuff on 9/11 where they go like. Of course. Terrorists, 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 Al Qaeda, Al Qaeda. It's like they say. It's like, what is it the thing that Hitler said? If you tell a lie often enough, yeah. people believe it's the truth. And um, there's so much. It's always no, it was like people. kids stuff at the time, wasn't it? Just constantly mentioning WMDs, and it was like a sort of an episode. I used to think it was like an episode of Mask or something. The way they're going, they've got weapons of mass destruction. It's like it's just, it was so bad. Yeah, I, I uh, yeah, how they got away. But, I mean. I don't know if you know, but the New York Post at the moment is like one of the people that are really going against like and saying all the fake news and we're, we're the real news. And these, this is the establishment that pushed the WMDs, you know, that pushed it all as being true. Which is the thing when people say, oh, they wouldn't lie to you. It's like, well, the same people wouldn't lie to you to, who, who have admitted that they lied about weapons of mass destruction. Yeah. So how many lies do you... It's what people don't want to know. Mm. And this is why I always say about the same about health. Like people don't want to know, or they say, "Oh, it can't be that bad." They won't give it to you so a million times. Like actually, we was in when we went to Universal Studios. Two of my friends, we went to Universal Studios, and yeah, in in there is like a little bar. Simpson, like Simpsons you did an shop. incredible lot in a short time. I know it's oh, like, fucking hell. You must have like, we did. We constantly did. been on the plane. Yeah, well, every four yeah. days. Yeah, I had to yeah. get the supplements in to get rid of the radio. Well, I tell you, yeah, but it was. Um, yeah, you do need. 
for the, if you know that night flights, you've yeah. got to go for night flights when you can. Yeah, just I didn't. to get away from the sun. It didn't, um, yeah, 100%. The radiation of the sun. Yeah, 100%. Sun it was, I uh, always had the window down as much as I can as well. Mm. The, um, with, with, um, with that though, we're in, in the Simpsons shop and, um, they're all different things and they're all generally rubbish. I bought a bottle of water. Brilliant. Mm. But as we were going at the till, I said, look at that. And they're like, what is it? And it had all the golf balls and it said, Above it, oh, by the it said like um, uh, these golf balls contain colours that are, are known to cause cancer. Da, 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 da. Was that yeah, in okay. California? You say? Yeah, it's in yeah, California. that's the law of right, California. So, yeah. yeah, and they were like, my friends were like, what? And I'm like, there you go, have a, have a golf ball. They're like, how can they sell that? And I was like, well, because what do you, what do you mean? Like, well, how can they sell stuff they know it has cancer? It, it causes cancer. I was like, dash. If they weren't allowed to sell stuff that causes cancer, half the companies in the world wouldn't be able to sell In fact, probably 98% of the companies in the world wouldn't be able to sell that. I said, look at the Slurpee you're drinking. I was like, what do you reckon is in that? Or Coke or, yeah. or, even, or the McDonald's. And, the I mean, straw you're sucking out of. The Subway yeah. had like uh, that, that foam mattress, um, what's it called, like Anzonite or something like that. It was in That's it. That's right, yeah. yeah. Had that oh, exactly. Yeah. And, um, yeah. and it's like, this is, what do you mean? Like fluoride, toothpaste got fluoride in it. Um, and then there's things like aspartame that people will try and tell you it's good for you or it's mm. fine. Uh, and it's like, of course. And the, the colours and things they're putting on it, uh, yeah, in California they have to do that. But even out there, not all, maybe in California, I'm trying to think, I actually went to, only went to Whole Foods in California, even though it's the best of a bad bunch. But in, no, in California, in Canada, I don't think they have to label GMOs. No, well they don't. They don't in America either. Even in California, it's just just California. Oh, right, right, yeah. But Whole Foods didn't donate any money to the cause to the. Um, uh, but to, to his credit, now, isn't it? Now, isn't it? yeah. But Dr. McCullough actually to to pun uh, to to give them some credit. Is, I think they donated a couple of million towards the cause of labelling GMO. Nice, so it's really good. But they're over in Chicago. So. They they yeah yeah. But he gets taken to the cleaners all the time. He was the one. He's got his own like law um, team, hasn't he? I wonder. I wouldn't because it's like people like want to call it the quack watch. It's like oh, basically anyone who's on the quack watch is any doctor or, or health practitioner who's done anything for humanity. Yeah. And it's like um, so when he come out about you the, the sunbeds and yeah. he had to like he got taken to cleaners for it and he was mm-hmm. like, but all my research is right. Yeah, I've got the first. I think one of the first articles I wrote on ancient purity was about sunbeds and yeah. how to use them. Well, this is the thing: like, a high-powered UVA um, magnetic ballast sunbed mm. is a lot different to a low-powered UVB electronic ballast sunbed that you're getting at a certain time. And it's obviously yeah. the quality, same as anything: so mm. the quality of it um, yeah. and how long you use it and, and what you're doing. And uh, as I said, actually, when we was out there, there's use and abuse, isn't there? Well, hundred percent. It's the yeah. same as anything. Like, mm. People always talk about the dose, and I'm always like, "Yeah, certain things or anything like aspartame." They try and say it's it's, it's the dose. It's like if you drink too much water, you drown. Mm, yeah, okay, a little bit different. You don't see like uh, people kill themselves drinking too much water too often. But um, mm. look at some of the studies when it comes to aspartame. But one of the things, I mean, when we was on holiday, you said we went to um, so I had a friend's holiday, uh, friend's wedding in Saskatoon. Um, which was four days there. There was some big thing there recently, wasn't there? Saskatoon. It was a shooting or something? I, may, I don't know. Was maybe. that Sasquatch? Well, maybe, maybe it's like, it's, it's in Saskatoon. It's in the, it's in the, the county of, yeah. not the county, or the state of Saskatoon, or whatever it is. Yeah, it might be in there. Yeah, somewhere there. Um, so he was over there. He was a former client, actually. Uh, well, well, really good mates now. We had a great time over there. I mean, it was nothing to do with it, actually, in the city, apart from that. But there was 30 bus over there, which was great. Cool. And then, um, so they were like... <laughs> 
you, it's you guys. Like, what are you on about? Uh, you guys have been taking over the town, I see. So I've been there four days. But I thought while I'm over there, because I can basically work from anywhere, I was like, well, I wouldn't mind seeing a few places. And went to Vancouver, never seen it before. Right. Brilliant. Mount, I said mountains about an hour away. The, the beach was right there. Phenomenal. Really young city. We all around Stanley Park. Really good. And so they got lots of microbreweries there. So we were having a, a little dabble. And it was all yeah. like the, not a bit, it was all. You can find organic beers out there, and you and you'd have like you can see the ingredients what was in it. You can just taste the difference in it. Yeah. Um, and then we went to to San Diego, which I thought was phenomenal. Uh, we went around, and then four days in Venice Beach. Yeah. Um, I think you went to one beach that I'd been to. It was Orange County. Which one? Was Coronado. It? Was it called Coronado? No. I can't remember what is it? There was uh, Esca, Escanado Beach. I'm trying to think. I'm not very good with the names. Um, mm. Venice Beach. I mean, this this is like. We went I all around, but this, but all of them. I saw it and I recognised it. Oh, yeah. What was it you saying before? Like, all of them. I mean, I was out there, but I said before, I was, I was on a holiday and things were a bit relaxed, but I was still doing like liver cleansers, green drinks, probiotics, uh, making sure I was getting enough water. I was intermittent fasting. I was eating the best quality food I could. Mm. Um, but I did have a drink every day. Not too much. Not yeah. like, but you look at these microbreweries, the power hours were like 7%. So you'd have two of them. But like you said, to just mention pale ale compared to like a toxic lager or something then that's a completely different drink so you know it's uh, and I don't know if you know but also if you look back at the old tobaccos most of them are actually quite good for you Red Indians you just smoke it all the time yeah and so much of the alcohol is pretty good you know there's lots of there's loads of benefits of good alcohol and what it can do but yeah there's obviously you know once you've got once you've got the chemical side of things. Um, well, that's it. You can taste the chemicals in some lagers. That's why whenever I'm over here, I don't have, if I ever have a drink, I always look for like a German beer. Yeah. Because by law, they're... they're, they're yeah, the German very, and Belgian ones are good, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Um, and so the parallels, for example, when you're looking at market, it's very different. It's like you've got a microbrewery. Was, I, was IPA very popular there, wasn't it? IPA is quite popular. They had like, and, and like uh, hoppy hours and... They got the yeah, IPA is popular, but you could taste like it wasn't like having a chemical beer. It was mm. it was actually like having a refreshing drink a lot of the time, and, yeah. and it was just like a social thing. And he said having two rather than it's very different to having like ten, and it's just like you do it once in a while. And um, but yeah, that's why I was really interested in these new things because I was obviously doing the liver cleanse with milk thistle, doing liver support out there. But I was interested in trying these out. Yeah. Um, it's called Remedy Link. Remedy Link, yeah, yeah and, and uh, um, they're, why they're really cool is I know that we um, we obviously do stocks and Macola stuff, but that's obviously it's good because there's such a good range of stuff that you can't really trust anywhere else. But it's really nice to find an independent little thing. So when I order off them, it's just Spencer I speak to; he makes them. Um, Might have to get him on on the podcast as well. He's really really knowledgeable and some really fantastic information about. Um, about bitters, like we were saying earlier, I know that Clive did an interview of him, but that they could have spoken for several hours. Yeah. So yeah, be, I, I recommend that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll get, I'll get, get, get him on. But he really knows his stuff as well. You know, really, really, you know, really knowledgeable. Like I said, been been doing it a long time, and um, and very specific stuff as well. We were, I think, we just sort of touched on earlier, didn't we, about the sort of uh, uh, the biofilm. Detox and parasite. Yeah, detox. so that's yeah. That's what's in that one? Uh, this one is made up of uh, so all herbal stuff. So it's got thyme oil, oregano, clove, hmm. ginger. Uh, it's actually got berberine in so, it. So he's so. putting quite a lot of the powerful mixes mixed mm. together. I wonder why he thinks that blend would have destroyed biofilms. 
I would ask him. Yeah. Um, well. So far, I mean, it's all very new to us. Uh, Clive did the video of him, and uh, that was only a couple of weeks ago. And I've literally just got the web pages together. And uh, like I said, I'm on a specific sort of protocol I'm doing at the moment. But I really want to try the. I think it was the endosterol, wasn't it? That I yeah. mentioned that one for the getting rid of the estrogen. Yeah, estrogen cleanser. Yeah, yeah. I think just and like I said, I don't think I'm doing anything particularly to to have increased estrogen. But I think that it just is. You just can't avoid yeah. it. I mean, well, I've I've got a shower filter at home. You I've can't got, avoid it. It's just. But, well, the thing is, I always say to people, when you're going through a chronic issue, we do things very, very well to get your constitution strong and get you to a point where you can do a little bit things wrong. And, and later on, I said before, putting in far, still putting in far more goodness and good energy than negative. But if you do yeah. go and have, sometimes you just want to go for a cleansing period yourself. I go through different cleanses throughout throughout the year. I do like a, a gut or a, or, a, or a colon, sorry, or a liver cleanse quite often, and things like that as well. I mean, people always say to me, always ask. Oh, should I do it to do my supplements when I'm going to have a drink? It's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, when, when it is there any point in it? It's like, no. There's no point of being all good and then not. Do, it's like people do all or nothing, right? Mm. So these things are great. Yeah, they doing keep that. they keep stopping and starting. They go, oh well, I had this and I had a drink. I better start my protocol it's, again. You go, well, you don't need to. You just carry on. Yeah, that's the thing. You just carry. Yeah. On. It's, that's why I say to people, don't stop because you. It's like that's when your body needs it so keep on doing it yeah. you know what I mean like bring out bring out the toxins well 100% when I go out I do things before and after mm. because you need to give your body the extra goodness not yeah, when you go into a restaurant you're going to be sat there while people are spraying the tables with some toxic chemical cleaning the tables you can't avoid it so yeah, you wouldn't you stop don't protocol. know what they're doing over your food who's cooking your food and all yeah. sorts or what exactly. oils they're using I try not to even ask anymore you say do we cooking it with and they're like oh um rapes it all and you're like yeah. brilliant don't eat out. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. But it's, yeah. it's like you have some sort. You don't eat out often enough for it to be a problem. No. But it's it's like that. You, just like I had someone the other day. Um, when actually when I was in Saskatoon, I was like, oh, "Does the does this dish come with MSG?" He's like, "No, no MSG." He went, "But by the way, MSG is not bad for you." I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." Great. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, cool." Doctor Braydock might have something to say about that, and mm. all my clients that go go um, go spinning off it might yeah. have something to say about that. But um. Cool, long, long as you don't think it's something wrong with you. Oh, I can relax now. Back to the Chinese restaurant. Yeah, yeah. It was actually a Japanese, and it was they're usually much better than Chinese. And I was having like a picked like quite quite. Do you know about? Sorry, do you, I was going to say while we were just thinking of MSG, I was going to say, do you know about uh, Thai food? Because everybody gives the Chinese no, a bad rap because they use MSG. Thailand is worse. You go to any Thai restaurant, it's loaded with it. I always say to them, no MSG. I always say, yeah, no MSG. To. I 100% always say to them. I, I, when I first went there, and I think I was, it was a long time ago, I think I was 20 or something, and they, you'd go to these stalls, and they'd have like a glass jar of chilies, they'd have a glass jar of sugar, these other, and then they'd have these you know, fish oils and chilies and all that stuff. And it was like, I didn't know what the white one was. I thought it was like some sort of flour or or corn or something like um, cornstarch corn yeah. yeah it wasn't it was MSG mm. and they were put I, I used to go to this place and get a pad tie and it was about 80p and I thought I'm just for 80p I'm having I used to have it two times a day sometimes I thought I'm flying on eating this and then I used to get this burning up the back of my head like that was just like it used to be a, not like a coffee jitters or something like that and I found out that it was it was the MSG 
And also, that can't, can't be no, 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 it can't have been the MSG because it's, it's right. yeah, because people say it's fine, right? Yeah. You must be thinking, you must be mad, right? Yeah. Because he's told you it's all right, so yeah. And then you look at Thai people, and there's so many crimes in Thailand that are sort of erratic and they fly off the handle. I think that they're all on MSG three 100%. meals a day. I always do, and I always say to them, I remember we're going to this eat Thai place with my mate once, it's like, um, and um, I was having the calamari. And I was like, this is real. I went, and I went, and I went to it the next day, and I went, I went back there the following week. I was like, has this calamari got MSG in it? They're like, no, 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 sir. I was like, you sure? They're like, yeah, yeah. So, what about the sauce? They were like, oh, yeah, the sauce does. I was like, yeah. brilliant. I was like, no wonder I want it again and again, like flavouring up, make, making yeah. me crave it. And it's always now on, even Japan, Japanese, Thai, I don't trust anyone to be honest with you. So, I always ask I like them. Korean food. I think I'm mm. pretty trusting of Korean food. But it just, all it takes is one guy in the, in the yeah, totally. thing to just tick some stuff in you. It's like, and I don't do well in it. And a lot of people don't. Um, I think one of the big, um, this was ages ago, one of the big fish and chip shops over here. Um, was really popular, and someone I think eventually found out that what they did was just put MSG in the batter mix. Hundred percent. I can't. I can't yeah. You know what? If you're a business, people say, "Why do this?" It's like they're businessmen. They want your serve. They want your your custom all the time. And if they can, the bees have got it in. So bees have got it in. Hundred oh, percent. I didn't know that actually. Didn't know no, no, no. Yeah, of course, of course, yeah. they've got it in. They're not stupid. Yeah, of course, they've got it. In. That's why I like German beer. Or you say the pad hours when. When because uh, uh, you talk to some of the guys and you can some of the people actually in microbrew speaking to them you, you can see what they're putting in you ask the questions like mm-hmm. no mystery and he, and it because it, it costs a little bit more to put quality ingredients but that's what I like about it it's like getting a you say like uh, a product that not many other people so these microbreweries they don't sell around the world you know they only sell in certain places mm. and, um, and it's quality rather than quantity cheers but yeah it's MSG. all that traceability thing is so good as well to actually you know well, to just, get just a name that, as I say MSG because yeah. if, if it wasn't so bad why they had to change the names to a million different names Yeah, it's got about like 150 different names yeah, yeah exactly and yeah. so you, you yeah, probably know your products nice. that you have here like you know straight away if it had like yeah. um, hydrolyzed isolate protein in it or whatever it is like masquerading yeah. as MSG yeah exactly yeah yeah there's uh, but yeah, totally right. They they've disguised it under so many different names. But if it doesn't sound familiar, then just don't eat it. If you go, what, what's that? If you don't know what it is, because I mean, even someone that doesn't really know anything about food, you can start to sort of go, that doesn't sound like something I've heard of like that. Then <laughs> that's not what you want. I remember picking up a pack of cookies once the shop was having a look at them, and me and my mate were like, I was like, Graham, have you ever heard of this word? Is that? No, so they're just making things up now, aren't they? Mm. Like, well, they don't know. Like, obviously, cookies, maybe it's eight ingredients: you, flour, sugar, butter, water, whatever, chocolate chip, whatever else. Yeah, eggs. It had like fifty-eight ingredients in it. And I was like, what? The, I don't know. They're making words up. I yeah. was like, what is this? And it's like plain food. My mate, I bring my own food in a plane. People don't usually know they can do that. And I'm like, I always bring my own food in a plane. Yeah. He's like, oh, I can start doing that. He's like, but you can plain food that bad. I was like, mate. First of it's all, it's got to be up there with prison food, isn't it? Hospital <laughs> food. I was like, yeah. when it comes out, it makes me reek. It it cakes the plane out. It makes me feel physically sick. I was like, look at look at the back of the ingredients, and he was like, oh my god, it had like a hundred different ingredients in it. I was like, there you go. When I flew, because I flew to, um, was it? Yeah, it was the Jakarta flight from London to Jakarta was direct, and I just put a piece of paper that I ripped out my notebook and put "Do not wake me up" the thing because I don't want to eat the food. Know, and it's terrible, and then, yeah, especially you know in times where you say yeah, I want a, a vegan meal, and then you 
just that that was just not asking for trouble. You just get like a roll or something like that. Just, mate, honestly, just make yeah. your own food. Take it on the plane. That's what yeah. I do. Stick it, take it through, and then if I need two servings, I'll have two servings, or I'll have some like an apple, a couple of bananas. It's tied me over. Then I have my main meal. Or if not, I just fast. Like it's no big deal. Like just just get on with it. Have, bring my tea bags or my water. And so what you might like to try, and that's um, trying mega hydrate. Have you ever tried mega hydrate anyway? Have you? But trying mega hydrate before a flight that can really help because the it does the, dry you out a lot. Yeah, massively. And yeah, mega hydrate. I used to sometimes take sort of five, six capsules on a long really? flight. Who's, who's that by? Uh, Dr. Patrick Flanagan. He made those. No, I don't know. Yeah. So he. Um, he must be well in his 70s now and he invented something for the CIA when he was like 18 and uh, he invented another thing that allowed deaf people to hear um, and it I think it got shelved but it worked and he was selling them himself for a while um, what's, it, what's in it do you know no the, that was a device that was a device oh, that he made you got off a couple of devices I've seen on your site they're quite interesting yeah that wasn't that one he he got that that stopped that disappeared but it worked but it you said worked. you said you had five what of it before you went on the flight oh, oh, Mega Hydrate oh, right, is, yeah. a, is, a, is a capsule that oh that is a capsule. capsule do you know what's in that uh, I can tell you exactly what's in there. Yeah, let me um, show you. So the other thing he, he, he Crystal made... Energy was the other one, which was the Hunza water, and he spent a long time um, with the Hunza, obviously being the longest lived people. Um, but uh, that specifically, he, he renamed it Crystal Energy because of the crystalline structure of the water. So similar to what you did with using the bottles here. Yeah, yeah. We often try and, um, but. When with what he says with mega with mega hydrate is that he calls it mega hydrate microcluster, but it's silica hydride, uh, which is a propriety blend of uh, potassium citrate, silica, potassium carbonate, uh, oleic acid, and the big thing that it's about is the hydrogen negative ions. So that is uh, obviously what you get if you stand near a, a waterfall and trees and the water is smashing it creates this negative ions um yeah so mega hydrate uh been around a long time um i think actually it's one of the things i think a while back must know a long time ago it was 2000 and it was 11 11 2011 and i was in glastonbury and uh, david wolf was there and uh, he was friends with the same person as clive this guy sky who had a chocolate love temple down there, and we did this little ceremony. I had quite a long chat with David Wolf, and uh, he was, I thought he was doing great then. And uh, I said, what are you, of all these things you talk about, what are you actually taking yourself? And he said, oh, Mega Hydrate is like one of the ones that I take consistently. And you look good then, did he? I think he was doing really, really well then, David Wolf. Um, I've got to say that last time I saw him at the Longevity Now conference I thought he looked a bit overweight um, and that's not necessarily a bad thing because sometimes you know you, you, you can go through a phase of gaining weight and you can, the fat can help get rid of toxins so hopefully he'll you know look a bit better in a couple of months well that's where the body stores them though, and yeah. the fat this is why the animals go to market and they pump them up and it says they could be full of toxins I always say to people if you're not eating organic meat 
make sure you get the leanest cut possible because all the toxins are in that fat. And mm. so, but, but so you went to um, I remember you mentioned before you went to a vegan conference. Was that out in California? I wasn't. It wasn't vegan. It was the longevity. Oh, uh, longevity. Yeah, there was a few vegan people there. And those in Vegas, right? It was actually in uh, Orange County. Uh, oh, Anaheim. it was. It was. In, yeah. Oh, it was in Anaheim. Yeah, yeah, at the Hilton there. Um, and how's it going? Oh yeah, it was really good. Really, I, I think it was. I mean, like credit to to David Wolf because he had some very diverse people on there that completely um, had utterly different uh, opinions. Um, had a Dr. Gundry there. I don't know if mm-hmm. you come across him. So obviously he was saying all about you know the, the lectins and you know don't eat beans and things like that. And then you had Joel Furman there that was going beans are the ultimate superfood. And Joel Furman was you don't want to ever take olive oil. Uh, just eat the olives. And uh, Dr. Gundry going I drink as much olive oil as I can in a day. I drink lots of olive oil. So it's, yes, but it's yeah it's a fascinating thing and it's always going to be ongoing. Um, and then, like I was saying earlier, I'm trying out a sort of diet myself at the moment. And uh, how did you so, yeah. how did you find most of the people there? Did they look people that spoke? Some of the people that spoke. And I've talked about this before. People there sitting there giving people health advice, and they look terrible. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know if I can take you seriously, mate. Like, uh, because you know, if you, to know and not do means you don't truly know. And even I say it's amazing. Even by taking the mic a little bit, you can still look very good. But mm. if you know what's going right. And looking healthy, not just looking ripped or anything, but looking healthy, looking good in yourself, you know. Yeah. Um, How did you find out? Do you think people out there were looking good, some of the speakers or what? Um, let me think. Yeah. There's some that uh, Lou, Car- Lou Carino that was doing an enzyme. He was, he must have been 60. He looked fantastic, but he was also, I think, part Puerto Rican or something. And I think that definitely helps when someone's quite olive-skinned and dark mm. to help with your aging. Um, to be fair, he was a tiny bit overweight, uh, Dr. Gundry, um, and I thought, oh, yeah, well, he looks pretty good, and then I found out he was 74, and I was mm. like, fuck, he actually looks incredible mm. for 74, so credit to him. Um, you know, and uh, then you've got to look at David Wolfe and go, okay, well, he is of sort of Iranian descent, and I think he's Jewish-Iranian, and... Uh, you go, yeah, there, there is, there's definitely a factor of body sizes. I mean, he definitely wasn't like, fat or anything. He just looked a bit bulkier than normal. Mm. Um, but, yeah, on, on the whole, I'm, I'm exactly the same. I just I couldn't take someone seriously. I mean, I've, yeah, you hear it when you go to parties and people that are sort of overweight, they're giving dietary advice or mm. someone that's skint going on about goal setting and stuff like that. And you know, good good luck to them if they're they're trying. But you know, it's, it's hard one. Yeah. It's not it's not a problem if they know what they're trying to do. They're trying to achieve it, but it's when they come up trying to come across as an expert. And I'm like, why isn't it working for yeah. you then? Don't check. There's a lot. He said, really, your theories are right, are they? Yeah, mm. cool. Well, cool. These are the results of my program. Get some taxi shirt off. So I'm 52 or 56. Look at yeah. me. You up and take your shirt off, Mister mm. PhD. 50 is <laughs> like, well, he's like, well, if it's working for you, yeah, then then surely you look good. They're like, and like, it doesn't make many friends doing it. Yeah, he's like, there you go, proofs in the pudding, sort of thing, you know, like yeah, exactly. And because because obviously people are never going to be like ripped up all year round, even if you're really healthy. Like, but keeping a lean body mass all year round, knowing what you're doing, looking, feeling good, that's something that I tell you what. Oh, it's definitely like it's a it's a dedication, and it is for me. I mean, it's I, a lifestyle, right? Yeah, I go out, and uh, someone said to me, I, "I had a portion." They said, "Oh, did you do you have enough?" And I said, 
I could eat twice as much as this, but then I'd be twice the size I am. So I'm just not going to do it. Well, it's, it's just know? like it's a lifestyle choice. Yeah. I'm choosing not to. When I was away, choosing not to have breakfast and just intermittent fasting, or like mm. it's just like you do that after a while. You just put the goodness in, so the balance. That, and then, just the little things that you do, and you make sure. Or I say, I'm going to do a video on this. Actually, it's like becoming. First of all, you decide to become the, the, the healthy person, then you get healthy. So it's like. Oh, I've got this challenge, I've got that. It's like, for me, it doesn't even become an issue. Or people are like, I'm kind of high, they don't know what to do. It's like, yeah. I look up beforehand, what's there? Mm. Or like, I'll take my food on the plane. I'll take my supplements with me. Yeah. If I have to, I'll check a bag in. Or I'll make sure they're all packed. I'll get my soaps ready. I'll make sure, because that's the way I live. You know, I don't want chemical crappy soap from the hotel. And I don't want to ha not have, have, have um, not know whether that I can get or if I was a supermarket in the area or whatever before I book a hotel and I want to know what's going on I want to know if the hotel's got a gym or how close the gym's going to be or, yeah. or I want to know how close it is to the city or whatever all these things like it just becomes who you are and it's like you said become that person where health's a priority or like where you just want to be healthy and then everything else falls into place because it just becomes it's who you not are. hard work it's just it's, not, it's enjoyable it's not hard work at all it's actually yeah. just becomes something that's really simple mm. um, yeah. it becomes really simple um, saying that uh, yeah I was actually going to say something we sort of discussed last time. Uh, uh, you were talking when you went to the conference. Was it was was it longevity now? You said yeah. That's right. Yeah. Was it mainly is it mainly vegans, vegetarians there, or is no, it? No, I, I think it's a real a real mixed bag. Real mixed I bag. Think, yeah. I think that that's good because they keep um, and you know I'm totally open to always listening to people's sort of theories on everything. And, don't is think you really want to come to a complete conclusion, you know. Uh, is and Wolf a vegan? I don't think he, he... No, he's definitely not a vegan because I've seen him eat large spoonfuls of honey. Right. Um, so, uh, right. Um, no, I don't think he is. I, I, but then, yeah, I don't know if he's a... I, I assume he's a vegetarian, I yeah. think. Yeah, but yeah. I'm, I I'm not entirely... Sure on that. It's weird. Whenever I go, I've actually wrote a post when I was out in thingy. Uh, when I was out in Stanley Park. I saw a big sign on the wall saying "Go Vegan," and I actually wrote a post saying like "Can't get away from this nonsense anywhere." Is in terms of like I don't mind if, you, if you're a vegan and it works for you, phenomenal. Go yeah. there, like brilliant for you. Um, unfortunately, in my experience, a lot of people it doesn't work for. Yeah. It works for some people, great, and other people it works for a short amount of time and it doesn't, and so I mix and match. But my thing is like the whole militant thing of like it's almost like a religion for me mm. now. Like, and I'm massively into plant-based foods, yeah. um, like in terms of the nutrients, like green drinks, and I'm hugely into plant-based. But the, the the way that they're sort of going at carnivores, people that eat meat, it's almost putting me off. I'll still do me, but it's putting me up on the, and they've just went, go vegan on the wall. And I was like, it's a bit militant. Like, I just don't think, you never see someone like, eat meat on the wall. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like, no need for it. And I, I seem like, it seems to me like, a lot of these, it's about, about saying, because I'm sure I've got lots of vegan listeners, and if it's working for you, great, and do it. And I'm sure that's fantastic. And if, if you, if you and I've got clients that they go vegan for a short period of time, and it's phenomenal for them. And for me, mm. it was great for about three months. And we went to six month period starting to notice big big issues. Um, yeah. And I've interviewed lots of people like that who've been vegan for 20 years, 10, 5, 10, 15, 20 years, and they've done sort of irreversible damage. But I've seen, it seems to me like a lot of vegans are very angry. Mm. They seem to have a lot of rage at them. And I don't know why. And for example, when I listen to the carnivore people talk, they're just like, eat what you want. Mm. I don't care. Eat what I you know want. that some people, I think especially ones that are maybe more opinionated, I think that it, it might have attracted people like that in the first place. Um, just like certain, you know, you, you look at certain religions, I mean, you look at the Westboro Baptist Church, and they obviously don't really 
give a shit about God. They just want to have a go at homosexuals. And they've got into it because that's what they want to do. And they were very angry in the first place. So it definitely attracts yeah. people like that as well, yeah. I just understand when it's working with someone. Like we talk, talk, I think we talked a little bit about before. I don't know if we did actually on the podcast about Jordan Peterson and his daughter. and uh, Dr. Baker I interviewed, even though I had a few issues with, with what he was saying about the quality of the meat. Um, it's like, if it's working for someone, mm. how can you argue? Yeah. Like, if they've reversed their autoimmune conditions and they feel fantastic, that depression, anxiety is gone, the best they've ever looked, felt, sleeping better than ever, no cravings, how can you argue with that? Mm. It's like, the research paper says this. I don't care what the paper says because no one knows my body better than me. You're not in my body. You're not living with it. And so for me, it's the same where, um, I know you think you've probably got I mean, in ancient period, you probably got quite a lot of vegan customers, for example. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, it's totally, like, I mean, um, yeah. And, and I'm really, really so for that, for people being uh, free to, you know, get to know what works for them. That I mean, that's the most important thing. And, and I, that, it kind of, I get it when, when people send emails in sometime and say, I've got this, what do you recommend? And it's like, well... Who are you? Where you know? How old are you? What sex are you? What's your height? What's your weight? What's your history? You've you've got to do all of that yourself. So that's why some people complain and say, you know, you've got so many products. And you go well because it's it's this everyone's will work different. for some people. Yeah, everyone's different, different. And I still like. I mean, someone phoned in with um, something a while back, and I said, well, give the colostrum a try. You know, so oh yeah, this is real. Some people like, for example, I could take olive leaf extract and feel phenomenal on it mm. or get like a die off in it someone else could take it and feel nothing yeah. and this is like always it's, it's a because when actually when I wrote that post it's it's weird I had one guy just trying to tell me that I was completely wrong and um, no one's ever been ill being vegan and my clients that were were just detoxing too hard and I was like no 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 they've been vegan for a long time they've come to me and we put meat back in their diet and now they feel really good it's like yeah. I don't know how I've been doing this nine years now mate like do it a long time um, I'm sure everything has its like keto and vegan and, and carnival it's like just you need to realise you're a study of one you know statistics mean nothing to the individual mm. so just do you and work on what's and that's why I always feel like you're like your own scientific study and obviously you can get people to help you and have a structure and a programme through that but you know even within my programme my client's not working for my client we chop and change it we don't just go well the studies say that you've got to keep doing it if they feel terrible it's no good to anyone is it mm-hmm. like, they've got to work these people yeah, you know they've got, they've got a life what we do with athletes they've got to perform at a high level it's no good if they feel terrible mm. and so for me I mean you say you've got loads of different products you've got lots of different things I'm sure some of them probably contradict each other yeah, I guess there is there is factors in that, and uh, you know, and, and you can obviously overdose the stuff. I mean, there's an argument. I mean, we do a lot of dried fruit. Um, always try to say people, if you eat any dried fruit, you need to drink a lot of water because it will it will um, dehydrate you. Um, you know, I mean, there's one particular you- weird thing, I suppose, that I could, this this probably could uh, someone could argue against this with me, but I decided to um, stop selling Brazil nuts. And that was really because the roots of the Brazil nut tree go so far, they absorb tons of radiation. And I kind of got scared. I thought there was an article when I read it, and it was pretty damning, that was saying that, you know, eating a handful of Brazil nuts, you're likely to get the same amount of radiation as an X-ray. And I just thought, I'm not willing to eat Brazil nuts anymore based on that. So So. I've stopped selling them. So the one thing I can say... um, is that I would take 
everything. <laughs> it might take me a while to get round to them, but I would happily take everything. And I do this thing on the site actually, which just is a field tested badge. And that doesn't always mean that I've taken it, but it means I've given it to someone I know and uh, you know they're, they're using it. And yeah, no, 100%. So I, I can always give a bit of feedback if someone says, oh, how did this person or that get on with something? And, uh, Talking about the dried fruits, so I was uh, black mulberry, mulberries, you know Yeah, me? nice. Phenomenal. My dad's yeah. loving them, but dates, you classify them as a dried fruit? Um, I guess you probably would, wouldn't you? Because they've been dried, haven't they? So, mm. so like I can eat them, the whole packet of them in one sitting. Yeah. It's no good. Yeah. I mean, this, like, there's some people I really like really don't agree with their opinions on online and some of them I know are sort of then eating dates as their main food and they look pretty good so I was like okay yeah fair as their main food yeah dates and bananas you know you get a lot right. of people that are living off of well this like, is the thing like, you can't like, it's, it's, it's the thing as I always say there's pockets of people at either spectrum like, I try mm. to do what works for the mass in the middle the 80% or even the 90% and there's different things on the side I'm mm. sure there's a guy out there who has 30 bananas a day and, and lives but I mean, for the majority of people, that's, that's not going to work. It's not sustainable. Yeah. And, and so, um, like we were saying, the big thing is, you know, were your parents really long-lived and healthy? Were their parents long-lived and healthy? And what reserves are you running on? You know, because if you look at, I think, with some animals, with with livestock, if if they get ill, it can take four generations to get their offspring as being fully healthy again. So if you've if someone's had a parent who had was very ill but maybe got better, you know, it might take a couple of generations of really good living till you get really healthy. Doesn't mean you're not going to live a long time. No, no, but, but you change be, your you change your genetics, right? You change yeah. your epigenetics. You change your genes. But mm. we're seeing this now. I think they did a study on rats with the water and the living the way we're basically living yeah. with the blue light, the water, the food being terrible, and within four generations they basically couldn't. They were infertile. Yeah. The men, sperm count, and the mm. women, and we're about one generation of our fourth generation. And this yeah. is why, how many people probably come to you with IVF problems, or, and I'm like, you, you put them on a natural protocol, you get rid of a lot of stuff, and bang, pregnant. And they spent twenty one thousand pounds. Sulfur, to be honest, to me, that, that it's just like it's so funny. I, I won't mention who, but there's a certain uh, fertility clinic um, that uh, sells our sulfur. And uh, I think they mark it up a fair bit because we say that I'm labelled, but that's their, their freedom to do so. Um, and uh, I know that they've been going quite a long time and their results have gone insane since they started doing the sulphur. So mm. we, we sell a lot of sulphur to them. So what does um, sulphur do for, the, for pregnancy? I think that sulphur basically just repairs everything within you. That, mm. That's the, the simplest way of saying it. It just... and it. It seems to do wonders for women as well. It, may, it makes people less angry. It seems to repair skin. Well, it, it heals scar yeah. tissue as well, being a major internal thing. But it just seems to repair stuff. Um, have you tried it? I, I have tried I don't have to try it. Where's your one? Yours from? Ours is a bit different because it's marine pine lignans. So it's a very much a different. And we... Because um, we don't... We really make a lousy profit on sulfur, unfortunately. And uh, we get it from a specific place, and is that the one in America? Yeah, and yeah. we've tr we're still trying, sort of, really, to try and source it ourselves and get the the one as good as we can get. And I think, cut I out think the you mentioned it to me. I won't, I won't, and if we from that would, I mean, that would probably change my life if we could cut out the middleman on sulfur and we could 
be doing it wholesale. I mean, like I said, it's that fertility clinic. We sell it to them virtually no discount, and they massively mark it up. But, um, yeah, to find the, the quality that we've got, it's, it's been an ongoing project to do that. I mean, but, yeah. I was going to say, no, no, I was going to try it. I was going to say, because, yeah. I mean, I get great results with it just by changing people's like, water, their, their diet, their stress management. Are you talking about down. specifically fertility? Benefits, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, just in general, like you change their lifestyle mm. and they go from, in three months, boom, pregnant. I've had it so many times and I've had one woman take up triplets from it and she's been yeah. 21 grand on IVF, but inside of that, in, why Some not? Does anything else yeah. you can add in? I'll, I'll be sure to put it on the, on the protocol. Yeah, um, And um, I'll be sure to try it, actually. I might I'll get some, grab some off you today. Um, and one of the other things, I'll, actually, I'll talk to you about this. Um, mm-hmm. My my dad dropped my lid. Oh, and it's well, loads of them smashed. But, so, I mean, did, yeah. but does it make a difference to the actual... Well, so it's broken or just cracked? No, it's smashed. Oh, well, yeah. Just but what I mean is, does, does it stop the effect of it or not? No, it wouldn't stop the effect, but you'd rather like you have a lead, yeah. lead. Yeah, I've yeah, got yeah. loads spare. So cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to try and get these on this. I was trying to talk about. Um, yeah, no. Um, we'll, we'll be putting my internet guy. I said before, he's still not not great, and when he is, I'll be putting this. Or we're getting a few things on. And I think once I've tried these the, these guys uh, as well, and a couple of other things, we'll be putting other things away with the water. What was the other thing I mentioned to you as well? I can't remember. There was another thing I, I mentioned. Oh, no, you gave me that. Uh, Oil of oregano, didn't you? The oregano, oil, yeah. Yeah, or, yeah. oregano. Oh, no, that was it. The, the, the full spectrum... Um, oh, CBD. CBD. Yeah, I was going to mention yeah. that. Yeah. The full spectrum speak CBD, the, yeah. the, the, the water, and yeah, probably sticking up with them. might see what we can do, because if they're good, they're definitely um, interesting. Well, yeah, it'd be something. really good to hear back from you as to what you find. From yeah, we'll yeah, we'll do it. And um, yeah, what was you going to mention about the CBD? Oh, nothing, no, I thought, but that was what you might be wanting thinking about when you said what was the other thing that yeah, yeah yeah the, yeah the CBD but we do that anything else you got in there um oh well uh we've we've got the uh, rarum equivalent in but we've got to be very very careful with what we say about that what is, because, a, what is rarum uh so it's going down the whole uh, line of the GC math and everything it's the autism stuff oh okay so um yeah probably best not to really mention anything about that but okay. if people have been looking for a rarum equivalent the rarum is normally 350 quid and you this lady is now um she's called Keto Kerry she's uh, made an equivalent that works just as well and it's like 50 pounds what, what, what why did the other did the other one stop having to they're not no, they to make work, it they're then? just insanely expensive that's oh all. okay so, but yeah do, I mean do a bit do a bit of research that when you get time over yeah, the, yeah. the whole rare room thing very no, I will do it, man. I will yeah. do it. no anything yeah, awesome yeah no yeah. and the other thing I was going to um, I can't remember what I mentioned actually I was just my mind what we were doing before there was one other thing I can't remember uh no, can't remember it. Yeah. It's but otherwise, yeah, we're all always trying out new um, new nuts and seeds and super fruits. I think the bergamot orange, I think we've got coming in soon. That might be quite interesting. Well, that 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 olive. What I'm gonna, yeah, I'm. I think I might even the zane the zane. Alas, yeah. Alas, uh, oh, we kind of well. Yeah. That pure. I mean, I put it on the on the viral. Very and powerful. Powerful. Yeah. Burning. I burnt my it even burnt my hard skin. Yeah. I actually had to take some off. I was like, "Cool, is it powerful? I could feel it in my foot. It's not good." The worst is when you go like 
no. uh, under your nose with it like an hour later thinking it's off your hands I, and still, then I didn't take it away with me just in case I was like I don't even want to like, I don't want to lose it it's, it's, it's very good you go but, blind from getting oregano in your eyes that's how really, powerful it is it's, I can imagine yeah. it's, a, it's a strong it's a very strong antiviral isn't it it's and, uh, yeah, serious stuff that's why there is uh, an instruction sheet with it when you order it because it's that and people still ignore it so mm. it's uh, yeah like I wouldn't I wouldn't sell oregano under ancient purity's name because it's too dangerous but so it's like no ass um yeah they've on their head be it you know and we've got all the instructions but people still don't always read them a friend of mine had earache on a flight and he put a couple of drops in his ear didn't ask me or anything obviously it's on the flight and he just said it was like his whole ear was being bored out just in absolute <laughs> agony. Got rid of the earache. Like, Did it? Yeah. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just been a bit yeah. hydrogen peroxide for that. Um, have, you, have you been over there? Over where? To, to Greece yeah. to see him? No, to be honest, uh, I don't mind saying this, but we became their distributor in England. Um, and this might explain why their economy is so fucked. But um, we were selling loads of it on Amazon, and it was all great, and it was a brilliant product. And uh, they came out, and they wanted to go on Amazon. I think they saw how much we were doing, and they they put it on there for like we were selling it at like nineteen ninety nine, and people were getting incredible results. Everyone was happy. Uh, we made a nice profit on us. It, it helped us out a lot at the time. And uh, they came on and like stuck it on there for twelve quid. And uh, I said to them at the time, I said, well, people are happy to pay this. It's worth it. It's an incredible product. But it just it destroyed any profit. And we were still the distributor. And they expected us to go around and sell it to other companies. And I said, why would anyone sell it when you're set undercutting everybody on Amazon? That's really biz- yeah, bizarre. They changed that now, have they? No, they haven't. They're no. still selling it cheaper on Amazon? Yeah, I think they're just, they sell so much of it that they, um, they're okay. But they could have been a huge, huge business, but they just sold themselves short to get a quick buck, you know. And that's, I mean, that's ethical of them to sell it so cheap, yeah, but very short sight. Really stupid, yeah. yeah. And they could have it could have gone everywhere instead. Now, it, it, I said to them because um, at the time I, I said, "Look, I'll try and get it into you know this could be in pharmacies all over the country. It's that good, you know, for getting rid of warts and verrucas and everything." and um, but no one's going to buy it in. I think they sent us a they sent us a wholesale list because we got a distributor rate, and they wanted us to go and sell it to distributors for ten quid and retail it for like nineteen, and then they were selling it on Amazon for twelve. And I said, why? Why would they? <laughs> why would anyone buy it in office? So doesn't make sense. I mean, yeah. obviously, like your business, you've got to make some profit. You know, you're mm. doing a lot of these things, and obviously, there's shipping, there's yeah. cost, there's, there's overheads. You've got to make some. It's not even with my programs, for example. Like, it is yeah. what it is. But people understand, you've got there's lots goes into that. It's not just what you're paying. It's like yeah. the whole business upheaval of keeping up and researching and and it's even like put my podcast the episodes are completely free, yeah. but like everything goes into it. You know, you take take time and everything like that. And, that's why another thing I want to get the um, um, stuff out one because I want people to have a great place another place that they trust mm. that they can buy stuff from and obviously so, cause sometimes you can come to a shop like yours and be a bit overwhelmed because there's so much totally I'm overwhelmed yeah. by it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so if I have like a, about 50 different products on my site there's 50 and just doing different things it's going to work well for them um, 
and certainly now it just it just gives you like another like, oh, it's another in- income revenue another mm. revenue of income but not even that much just get a little bit and it just gives you a little bit of money to do the podcast when I come out and stuff you know yeah. gives you a chance and it's good to actually be able to do one like this and have a conversation face to face yeah and um, you don't even think about it being recorded it's just yeah nice yeah. to have a chat it, about the subject yeah I was going to say have you, you've been away this summer are you going away uh, no, funnily enough, I was going to go back to the States, but um, too busy, too much on, and other people here have got holidays, and I kind of, um, you know, that's, that's fair, so I've got to cover. Yeah, um, I think so, well, we're all we're all friends here and family, so it's kind of like, you yeah, know, we go yeah, relaxed. So yeah. yeah, it's good. It's a good environment. It's the best way to be. It's like um, when you when you were great when you started, was it just you? Um, well, it was obviously me and Clive, right, yeah. and then Clive was kind of going out and doing the events, and I was kind of running things. And it was, um, I think, it was a little bit frustrating because if I go back to sort of 2010, 11 when we started, um, a lot of these people that you mentioned, I think I would know, and I was so on the on the sort of on the edge of everything on then. The ball, yeah. yeah, I really was into it, and I got so caught up running the business for so long that I, I think. Had I've had more freedom, I probably would know all of these people. So um, you probably do. It's just in past. Luckily, I mean, so much of the information comes from back then, anyway. But I try and keep a keep an eye out for new stuff. Um, but so much of the stuff is what I probably would recommend to people sort of ten years ago is probably very similar to what I'd recommend now. So. Medical industry gets more complex. We get more simple, mate. It's yeah. simple. It's like that. And it's less just, products, less things to take. Yeah. Yeah. It's just what works for you. And the reason I chop and change is to keep my body guessing sometimes just so it doesn't adapt to certain things. And no, it's interesting that you said when you when you were when you first got um, people on board to work mm. with you, was that a was that a, cha- a challenge? Was that a task? Was it hard to delegate? Oh, not really, because uh, all my friends have been quite. They're all quite alternative anyway, and they're all pretty hippie-ish in their attitude so it all kind of fitted quite well really easy to pay them and stuff to start with or is it yeah I mean um, my friend Ian helped out at the start and then um, then my brother came along uh, and then yeah we slowly and then since then and there was uh, was it part time to begin with was that yeah and then Mark joined and Gary and then my mum's helped out and uh, Gary's other half Jackie uh, she sort of works in the manufacturing and then Michelle, who's Gary's sister, is now the bookkeeper. Um, yeah, and then Clive's obviously got the freedom now. He does his events and talks, and we still work together, but not not officially, so not not part owner anymore. So it's just just me doing that. And uh, yeah, so it's it's but it's yeah, it's a nice team. And then no, it's, it's, it's just what I'm asking because the bit I've got to do now is that I've got to get someone on to do all the things, mm-hmm. that, all the little things that I don't. Necessarily want to do because, yeah. like, for example, I just want to be able to it's just impossible. Yeah, well, no, I want, yeah, I want to take calls. I take so I want to take calls. The amount of stuff I'd like to do yeah. and go and do if I had the time, but yeah, so much of it is, and, and you can easily, especially when I'm here, if someone phones up, I mean, you can't turn people down. You've got a lot. You can be on the phone for forty minutes all of a sudden. You know, and you're well, this, is, this is the thing. On my yeah. set, for example, my consultations they take forty two minutes to an hour, yeah. and so if I do like. 10, 12 a week, 10 a week, I try and try and I try and keep them all into two days because yeah. you need to cut the days to, to work on a business, you need a day or two to research as well and um, yeah. I need, I'm looking for someone to um, just part-time, just to like book, book my podcast for me, just to answer my in- inbox, just to get back to people, yeah. all the little things that take 
It looks it's like, like virtual PAs. I'm going to be looking at virtual PAs yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, it's just yeah, just because. But it's also I just really want to get someone I trust. I don't want someone to fuck so it up. So hard, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. it's like, it's, no, like, I mean, no, it's I, my baby, right? And it's yeah. like I really care about. It. I don't want to fuck it all up. Yeah, that's why it's the same way that we say like the way you get to like, for example, with business, the way you get to a certain amount a month isn't the way you get to the big amount a month because mm-hmm. you can't do all the act. You need to delegate. You need people to work. It's just getting the people you trust and. Yeah. It's funny. It's like, if you, are you are you single? I am. Yeah. Do you find? Yeah. I mean, by you choice. Know, yeah. By, by choice. <laughs> yeah. Is it by choice? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. You de- you just had me break. No. I, yeah. Totally. I'm. Uh, I really like. I don't want to sort of settle down or anything yet. I've I've done so many years of working, and I, I still like to party and go out and enjoy myself. And uh, yeah. And how you know, old are you got, now? I'm 36. 36. Yeah. And I've do got my sort of routine. I like to, when the weather's good, I like to go swimming. And uh, at the moment, I think the answer is I'm probably too selfish to to be uh, to be with someone. Well, I was going to say that. I was wondering, sometimes I wonder. But not, not, I don't mean that in a bad way. Being selfish. No, I mean, no, no. Like, it's just like take, yeah. you know that you want to sort of give my all or nothing. Really. This is 100. percent It's what I was thinking about even moving out to San Diego for three months next year and just to like go up and down the coast and interview people face to face and just mm. to live out there. And, and I was thinking like. It's weird. Um, in our game, I think sometimes it can be it can be hard to get that partner yeah. who understands where you're coming from a lot. Because a lot of people go, "Oh, don't worry about it." See, it's like, "No, I don't want to eat rubbish," or like, yeah, exactly. <coughs> or, "I want to be into my health." And I still go and have fun. As you say, I still like to have fun because that's going to do things. But yeah. it's not abuse. It's like every now and again, and um, and I think it sometimes can be because you want to, yeah. You don't want to say, oh, and you don't want to be the person like, look, when people are with you anyway, they generally will pick up things and they'll become a wing. Who doesn't want to look better and feel better? And a girl looks great and, and you introduce them to things and they're like, oh my God. But it's like, because of what we did in every day with people that are real, mm. I don't want to have to fix my girlfriend as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just want someone just to That's understand. Funny, yeah. And it's like, don't, you don't want, you don't have to come back and be like, because yeah. you do it enough all day, right? And so. Mm. Um, oh, but, yeah. I mean, I'm like, I mean, at the moment, I'm thinking sort of. Uh, a good friend of mine who's over in Indo- Indonesia for years uh, doing diving, he's coming back in December. And I think after that in January, I'll probably go traveling for a good few months. You know, that's very hard to fit into someone else's um, lifestyle. But You can work yeah. from anywhere. Um, yeah, I suppose I could, but I like to sort of... Yeah, I, I I can, but I like to sort of be part of the team here, and I, I you know I still sweep up here, and I still. Oh no, no, I meant like when you go traveling, you can yeah. still work from anywhere. Uh, yeah, oh definitely, yeah, yeah. So you so, so you can still do bits and bobs when you need to. That's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing between like because when I was doing my vacation vacation holiday, been in America so long, um, I basically did what I needed to do. I answered the calls, spoke to my clients, and I could still work like that mm. because it was on holiday. I was seeing things all the time. Whereas if you're living somewhere for three months, very different. You you get into a, a working routine. You yeah. get to go down to the beach in the mornings, do your thing, uh, and go and work out, and then come back to your working day, and then yeah. have the evenings to do whatever. That's what I actually quite like. Rather than because when you're seeing stuff and traveling, you can still put up somewhere for a day or two and just do your work. But to actually have a base or for a month, for a month, for a month, forever, and to be able to work and experience it, that would be that would be good rather than been around everywhere but mm. if you can go and see places uh, or if you can travel and work it's one of the good things why I made my business where I made it is I wanted to be able to work from anywhere I didn't want to didn't want to have to be stuck somewhere I think to be honest though that is really it's such an archaic thing of the way we're working because there's most jobs I would say don't you don't really need to be in these these offices and places I mean 
like, and so well, many jobs. you do jobs products, there. I suppose. You need to have something to store stuff. Somewhere like this, but yeah, I mean, and, and the thing is, we could probably loot, we could move into a fulfillment house and have it done like that, but I, I don't like that. I like that we've got the hands on thing. And oh, like, it's nice here, though. Yeah. This is different. This is not yeah. like a normal off. This is not, no. this has got character. This is somewhere that's quite, I mean, <laughs> it's a little bit like uh, Oldie World, isn't it? It's like, oh, it's just a, honestly, yeah. it's such a pleasure to drive on the country road here every day to come in. I just, it's magic. I'm grateful for it. All well, the time. When I, if I come out of here and turn left, yeah. I mean, you got to go slow. It's a nightmare. You, you, if you someone come the other way, it's yeah. it's, a, it's gorgeous. Some of the way because I come the, went to the wrong direct dress first, and Essex gets a bad rep for like uh, white dresses and and and. That's all the clear. south part, though. Yeah, no, it? it's all yeah. like yeah, I was saying like yeah. West Essex around here. It's gorgeous. Like yeah. some parts, I'm going to bits of Essex around here that I didn't even know existed. It's, oh, it's, it's like, oh, the biggest right. county in England, right? Yeah, I love it. I absolutely love it. And uh, yeah, I mean, have you ever been up to Dedham? Have you? Dedham, I think. Have I been up to Dedham? Dedham's magic. I mean, absolutely, the River Stour and go up there. I mean, it's oldie worldy up there. It's really? Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, is that where you do your thing? Is that where you do your kayaking? Um, I, I actually go up there and I usually rent a rowboat up there and I like the old wooden rowboats. Yeah. Um, kayak, I more do that sort of local because, yeah. But it's rowboats, yeah. What, one, 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 one person boat? Yeah, one, yeah, yeah, just go on there. But my, don't do it on my own, it'd look a bit weird <laughs> rowing there, but. Yeah, you can go with a friend. <laughs> I mean, like, is it a one-person boat though, or is it like one? In, is it two people with you? You could get a few of you on there. You get families that go out on them. Oh, really? But yeah, and yeah. no, I definitely recommend that to go to Denham for a day out. Oh, yeah, cool, yeah. beautiful place. Yeah, yeah. So many. I mean, Manning Tree and Mistley, That's all pretty magic up there, and all. I haven't heard of them. I listen. Yeah. I actually looked up twelve best road well, best roads in Essex. Yeah. Yeah. And because in West Essex, you've got some quite plush areas and things, mm. but none of them, apart from like, well, my, my sister lives in Bitterick, and it's right next to Stock, so there are two places there: the Bear, which is lovely, and, yeah. and the Hoop. Uh, and the rest of them have been places I've never even heard. Actually, I've heard a couple of them, but some of them I hadn't even ever heard of them before. Oh, I mean, if, I'll tell you where is incredible, and that is, I, mean, I think it's the, the best food on the planet, is the, the checkers in um, Goldhanger. It sounds like I'm plugging them, but <laughs> it just really is that good. Is it, yeah. And uh, also, you've got the hurdle makers over in Woodham, and those two are just, I mean, the, the pubs are ancient. Woodham. Yeah, yeah. I played. I've played wood. I think I played cricket. Not wood. South Woodham. Not Woodham. Well, not uh, South, South Woodham. Very. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I played cricket out there once. Yeah. Um, I used to play cricket. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. into it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've been playing in the summer football. I used to play rugby, like quite a level. But now it's football and winter cricket in the summer. But I haven't played much cricket in the summer because I've been doing a lot of travelling and doing a lot of things on them. Sometimes, like oh, our team sort of sort of uh, had a lot of things with people had babies and stuff so mm -hmm. they'll be standing in the field for seven hours when you're just getting humped so it's like it's no point so I'd look chill out a bit travelling who do you used to play for was a club no no just for school school yeah yeah just to play and then just yeah, just play with your friends afterwards you yeah. used to love it well, it's good for me it's brought with my, my football team our old boys um, team and from the school and it's great fun it's, it's I just like competitive sports it's just good to run around and Actually, you feel like it's good afterwards. Like that's the whole thing—a social thing as well, you know. Because I say I work on my own. Um, you've got people here. It's one of the things I work on my own. So a lot of the day, I don't actually get much human interaction. Right. Yeah. Um, so like that, going playing sport afterwards, and that's a big part of big part of my uh, of my uh, sort of like even the health. I'd say. Yeah. Like because if you don't have, I go I go stir crazy if I didn't speak to anyone. I speak to people on the phone and stuff, but is in in the office and stuff. Do you know about the um, experiment with rats and? They um, now let me get this right. They allowed rats, uh, rat access to um, to heroin, 
and obviously they would take it and chew on it and get addicted to it. And what they found is that when, so it was a single rat in a cage eating, eating this heroin, and when they added an additional rat, it stopped eating it. So it was really interesting. But didn't no withdraw or anything like I that. I can imagine that. So I think in prison, like a lot of people do drugs because they get so bored in their room. In the room, whereas like, I hundred percent. It's um, our human interaction is huge. It's something that I, 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 that's why I even sometimes go out and sit in a coffee shop or go out in a hotel and work in there because it's good to have people around you. You know, you can't mm. sit on your own the whole time. But um, no, I think human interaction is big. It's it's why I'm, I, I'm drawn to humans anyway. I love having talk. That's why I love the podcast. I love talking to people. That's why yeah, I think totally, yeah. coming out and, and speaking, and, and it's it's a big part. I'm very much, uh, <laughs> yeah, an extrovert like that. I'd say isn't. Yeah. I'm not backwards and coming forwards. But it's just nice to meet people and speak to people. But that'd be saying I'd like to be able to work from anywhere. But I always more. I enjoy going out. You know, I enjoy seeing people. That was the, that was the best thing. I the times I had in travelling, and people would say these crazy things like, "How can you go travelling on your own?" And I said, "I've never been alone for a moment while travelling." So yeah, you know, it's just it was impossible. I said, I'm, I, "I everything that it's like my social life goes on steroids when I'm on when I'm travelling." Even when we was out there, everyone's yeah. so not. He was in the queues with people in the rise or if we were in shops. Yeah, it's just not enough. I used to just tell people I didn't have Facebook because you just gather too many people. <laughs> I was just say, but people no, love it though. You speak yeah. to them, and especially when they found out. We was in San Diego for like two days, and we was out in the evening. And all of a sudden, we had speaking to a couple of people, a couple of girls, whatever. All of a sudden, there's like twelve people, and I was mm. like, "I've been here five minutes," and she was like, "What are they doing tomorrow? Have you going to the beach?" And I was like. That's why it's why I wouldn't have a problem moving out places or going, yeah. or you just go and get surfing lessons and all of a sudden you've got like five people you know who's surfing. And it's just like, it's just like it's not me and you just having a chat about this. All of a sudden we go and get a drink or whatever. It's no big deal, is it? You can yeah. meet people as long as you're out doing stuff. And, and when you're travelling, I suppose, you're going to these places where other people are going as well. Yeah. And so you just pick up mates along the way. I met a, a friend once. This was just really funny. Is that it was, um, it was in, I think it was in Cambodia and, uh, I was um, uh, I was in some cafe in Phnom Penh, and uh, this guy had uh, got his bike chained up for obviously parking in the wrong place by the police. And I just sort of laughed at him and thought, ah, you know, like gutted, and uh, <laughs> like he got taken off and he had to go with his police officer. And about two hours later, it happened to me, and I went into the police station, and he was still there. Karma, and karma. I said, it's really funny, and I said. I was laughing at you because your bike got chained up, and he went, "That's really funny." Because I was laughing at someone a couple of days ago got <laughs> theirs chained up. Go, oh yeah, we're all in this chain reaction, but why we became good mates. So it was like, uh, how? Why are they chaining bikes up? That's weird. Oh yeah, it's just like it's, it's like they they haven't got wheel clamps or anything totally like that. So they that. put a chain through your back wheel over your seat, and then you had to ring a number. It's just a money when you spinner. you say bike, you mean like... Mopeds. Moped, right, yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. say. It wouldn't be yeah. like a road bike or anything like that. Yeah. No, cool, man. Mm. Um, yeah, been awesome talking to you, my Yeah, friend. cool. It's yeah, really good. good to get you back yeah. back on. I'm sure we'll do it again. we get more products. I'll be looking forward to uh, trying these out. And yeah. uh, then you know how they get on. Yeah, I'd love to know how you yeah. get on with those. And uh, I think I'm going to yeah, I'm gonna start a couple probably next month. And yeah. Then, uh, yeah. Cool. We'll prepare notes. Awesome, man. Yeah. Good to talk to you. Cheers. So guys and girls, that was Tom Staverley. Um 
a quick little conversation we had there. I hope you enjoy it. It was really nice to be in the room with with Tom and just bounce back and forth, and you can just get a really good conversation going. That I really do hope to to get out next year um, to the, the West Coast of America again and, and have a little probably two to three months out there just so I can work out there and go and meet a lot of people that I'm going to be interviewing face to face. I think it'd be a great way of doing things. And um, and that conversation there with Tom and we discussed quite a lot. Um, it was really fun, and it's, I'm really looking forward to working with Tom, as I mentioned before the show, on this whole hemp plant infusion. And uh, the new the new products he's got there, he's got lots of products, but with Remy Link, I've just literally tried one of the uh, liver cleansers. Um, it's, it's a suppository, and I tried one last night, and what's come out of me today has been... Whoo, has been quite... Uh, it's not surreal, I've done a lot of things like this before, but definitely seen it work. Um very very powerful so i'm looking to get the uh, the maker of the remy link on the show as well to have a little chat with him i think they'll definitely be saying that i'll be using on the uh, on my site and um, on the next week's interview is going to be with emma lane she is uh, an expert in parasites so can't wait to get her on and um, be, be talking to her um yeah been talking to her and discussing all things parasites something that coming into more and more prominence in the health world they've been obviously they've been around for millions of years and they will be around a lot longer than after us but something that's been influencing people's health for a long period of time and and people have or really there i mean my episode with doug kaufman on the fungus link is from all funguses and parasites they are yeah they're very very um similar they've got slight differences etc but they can infiltrate the body, infiltrate the nervous system, take over you, make you crave different foods that you don't want, sugary foods. They can um, disturb your sleep. They can affect your mood, your digestion. They can do everything. They're very, very powerful, and you don't even know that you've got them in you, and everyone has. Um, so really going to be interesting talking to Emma. That's going to be next week. Um, as always, guys, if you're looking, if you've got any chronic health issues, then head over to www reviveyourself.co we've got a free 40 mini course which will explain what's going on with your health issue and what you need to do to get over it or the basics and if you're looking for any if you're looking for a program one-to-one support um a program that's individual to you to put over put a, a, a chronic illness behind you that you've had for a while then you obviously you can head over to www.reviveyourself.co and hit the contact link and send me an email uh, or send me a message or you can email me at ryan at reviveyourself.co uh, and i'll get back to you as soon as possible and we'll set up a call where we can discuss what's going on and i can see if and how we can help you um so yeah exciting guys hope you enjoyed it any feedback much appreciated let me know what you think of today's interview i'm looking forward to getting you the, the getting the interview with emma lane out of you next week um otherwise guys as always i want you to stay happy i want you to stay healthy and i'll speak to you soon bye-bye if you're struggling with gut issues such as gas bloating constipation diarrhea indigestion heartburn and want to finally be able to eat the foods you love without the crippling after effects then don't forget to head over to reviveyourself.co and pick up your free copy of the healing health paradigm today 